This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. I guarantee you that the bill that I received yesterday in the mail, there's nobody in this state of Maryland that has ever received a bill like this. And I don't even know what the next steps are to do at this point. If you've been here for a while... Yeah. You know Kramer has been running from the IRS. I've been I've been evading the law for for a minute now. No, in all seriousness, I got a letter from the IRS back in April that mm-hmm. said, "Hey, hmm, this is suspicious. We just happened to notice that the amount that you said that you earned in 2020 isn't quite what we received on our end. It's funny because actually what we noticed is that you left out the sale of your home in California wasn't on your 2020 taxes whatsoever." And I was like, oh, damn. And to be honest, y'all, I know nothing about taxes. Like most of us. I don't know. So what happened? Basically, your tax guy just messed up? He forgot to put it on my taxes. Okay. So I'm shady, but go on. All right. So I'm like, all right, so what needs to happen? He's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to handle it for you. And this is after like a week of trying to get in touch with this guy. Mm -hmm. My tax guy, possibly a smidge shady. Okay. But he reassured me, I got this, you don't worry about it. Yesterday, I'm sitting here doing the show. About 7 o'clock, I get the USPS Digest for the day. Do you get one of those where it shows you, like, the post office sends you a email. an email. It's like, hey, here's some of the mail you're going to be receiving today. Yeah. And I saw a letter from the IRS, and I said, mm-mm, not today. But I tried to be optimistic. I said, maybe it's just them being like, hey, thanks for clearing this up. Enjoy your week. Got home, mail came in about three o'clock. I went to the mailbox, opened it up. Y'all, this letter was thick. And I was like, that's not good. This is not a thank you letter. This is not a thank you for your <laughs> your participation in your taxes. Yeah. So I opened it up and the amount of money they need me to pay, I couldn't pay this in a lifetime. What? I don't think in my life I could ever pay this amount of money. Honest to God, all jokes aside right now, I don't know how in the world I would ever pay this amount of money to the IRS. Seriously? So I gave Jess I gave Jess the bill. I don't want you to open it yet. Like, what do you think, Jess? What like if I just said I got a big bill from the IRS, like what what amount of money might I'm you assume? Scared. No, I gotta be honest. So, so keep this in mind. I did sell my house and I made a, a decent amount of money on it. So yeah. that's cool. I'm I'm happy for that. I didn't make anywhere near about this amount of money. They're now charging things like an inaccuracy fee. Yeah. 20% for getting my taxes inaccurate. So these they're charging are the me interest. Could you possibly go to jail? If I don't pay it. Yeah. Guess. Just guess before you open it. What do you think? Is it like 
Over 50 grand? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Open it up. Okay. Just guess $50,000. Wait, where is it? You'll see it. Just keep opening it. I mean, it's big and bold. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you serious? Oh, my God. Taxes you owe. Payments $2. Give, substantial give, tax give, understatement penalty give and literally interest. that the final number it's it's written there the bold in the middle of the letter how much that that dollar amount is five hundred and fifty six thousand dollars five hundred and fifty six seven hundred and eight thousand dollars five hundred and fifty over five hundred and fifty six thousand dollars what you guys i owe apparently this is real i owe the irs over half a million dollars. Wait, what are you going to do? That's... I don't know. What happened? Like, I don't know. What? And because I have the world's cheapest and <laughs> shadiest tax guy, I've tried calling him. I've tried... I've literally... No, he left the I, country. Listen, I literally was so desperate to get this man on the phone yesterday, I FaceTimed him. Yeah. Because ever he wasn't answering anything else. What does this mean? Y'all, this is no like, this is no radio, yuck, yuck. This is no prank. This is no nothing. I owe the IRS over half a million dollars. And oh. I, I don't know anything else. As of right now, I couldn't tell you. I don't, I don't know the next steps. Just know that like I am a ball of friggin' anxiety. When you first start talking to someone, what are the things that you have to share? Because one of my friends was trying to tell me that he does not share the fact that he still lives at home right away. Yeah. And in this, in this uh, particular example, like the most recent situation that he's in, I think they've been talking for like about, a, I mean, again, very, very new, but like a week and a half. Okay. And he has an online kind of thing, like a dating app kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But they're like texting and stuff and they're sharing a bunch of other things. Right. And he hasn't told her. And you feel like... In your opinion, when should he disclose that? Well, I was surprised, and then I was like, "Wait, do you is this something? Is this normal for you?" Like, so he never will disclose until when? Like, when he has to come out eventually. Well, that's right? what I said. I was like, "Well, when are you going to let her know?" And he was like, "Well, it hasn't come up," and I'm like, "It's not going to come up." And I was like, "Wait, isn't this something that you share?" Like, "Hi, my name is so and so. I work here. I live here. I have kids. Like, this is what I do. You know, isn't that part of the things that you have to share right away?" I don't think so. No? I don't know because to me, that's almost like a temporary situation. I'm assuming he doesn't want to live at home forever. Correct. So I don't think so. I, I'm trying to think in my shoes. Would I, because I dated a girl, Miss California, the girl that I dated, lived at home. And I don't know when she told me, but it wasn't on, it wasn't like the first time we ever talked. That would feel almost like... Was it a week and a half after y'all been talking? I guess here's my thing. Because during this time, they're sharing, like, all these other emotional Mm -hmm. things, getting to know each other, these, like, late night conversations. So you're, you know, like, you're diving into all this kind of stuff, but you don't want to let her know where you live? No, I don't think that that's because that will change. And the situation with you know everything else won't like i think if it's something that's temporary you probably don't need to mention i'm i'm processing this as we go let me give you three things i think you need to mention when you first meet someone only three Mm -hmm. number one if you have kids needs to be brought up almost immediately like if it's not in your 
dating profile. Should it be in your profile? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so because there's just like, dude, if the person doesn't want kids, then why are you even wasting the time? Like in the bio, right? Not like the third picture that you have to swipe to see and you're wondering if that's your kid or not. No, like in the bio, I correct? Think, I think so. Because I'm imagining if I went on a date, if I the dating phase with somebody yeah, and then I found out they had a kid, I'd be like, why were you hiding this? Mm-hmm. That just seems weird. That's, like, not some, that's not something to hide. It's like big. Number two, if you're still married... I need to know this. Okay. Separation, like anything. If you're legally married, even I think if you've been divorced for like less than six months, I think you need to be kind of honest about that. Okay. Um, up front, because that can really change the dynamic of a relationship as well. Mm-hmm. I think the number three thing you have to always be honest about up front is if you have any kind of like disease, you know, or I guess illness okay. would be something like, I'm only imagining, and I've never been in a situation like this before, but like, let's just say, for example, I had cancer. Mm-hmm. And if I was going to start dating somebody, don't you feel like you would need to know that pretty early on? Mm -hmm. Because like that could, I mean, that's a big responsibility. Well, that's something that affects your life, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ooh, are you still mad? Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue? Forgive and forget with Kramer and Jess. Okay, for just a second, imagine this. You're out with your good friends, and all of a sudden, your partner sends you this text message. Like, how pissed would you be? Happy Friday. It's time for Forgive and Forget. Listeners reach out to us when they would like to give an apology to someone or demand an apology from somebody else. Uh, Maggie from Bel Air, good morning. Hi, good morning. So, are we going to ask for forgiveness or are we going to give an apology today? My husband owes me an apology for saying that my house was burning down when it wasn't. Oh my God. What? Why did he say that? So, I had this friend come in to town over Memorial Day weekend. Mm. And just for some context, I have a a little girl that I had about nine months ago. And, you know, I've been kind of like in the new mom haze. I haven't really been going out with my friends. I haven't haven't really been doing much. And so, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm just going to have some time for me, my friend. And and we were going out for the night. And my husband, you know, it was actually the first time that he was with the baby alone for, you know, an extended amount of time. Mm -hmm. I told him that I'd be home around 10. He was like, when are you going to be home? You know, he's all freaking out. By the time 10 o'clock rolled around, I wasn't really paying attention to my phone. I'd been drinking a little bit more. And you know, your tolerance really changes after you have a baby. So I (laughs) I really... I wasn't trying to get smashed, but yeah, you, know, yeah, you were just, just having fun. Yeah, exactly. And it was like at twelve fifteen, I pick up my phone. My husband had just been blasting it. He had texted me a million times, called a bunch, but the last text said, "Oh my god, the house is burning down. Help!" Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. So, so what, what do you what do you do? 
So I tried calling him. Of course, I was totally freaked out. Like, is the baby okay? Did the dogs get out? Like, is it, like, wh- what is going on? Like, is yeah. all our stuff ruined? Is our, Like, is everyone safe? It was just really scary. And so he didn't answer. Tried calling neighbors. I just spent, like, the entire car ride just freaking out, crying. I get home. The house is there, not on fire. It's totally fine. I go inside, and the baby and my husband, they're both asleep. So I woke him up. And I was like, what happened? Why did you do that? What yeah. happened? And he said, you weren't responding. And I thought that that would, like, get you to respond. Damn. That is ridiculous. Man. Yeah. So, How'd the rest of that night go? Well, he's been sleeping in a sleeping bag in my daughter's room. Wow. So things are really bad. I mean, I with, with due cause. I mean, I understand. I would understand. Yeah. I can understand why you'd be pissed about no, this. No, I feel like that's completely out of pocket to say. Well, what is what was his stance on it? What is, what is he saying about this? He was like, you didn't respond. Like, I had to get your attention somehow. Like, he's just, like, standing his ground on this dumb text he sent. First off, do we we feel like he's in the wrong, right? She she is owed an apology for that. I right? think so. I, I mean, don't think it, that's something that you like. Okay, have a fit because she stayed out a little late, but don't basically dangle your newborn safety in front of your face. I think he was like freaked out when I wasn't responding, and I think that part of it also was probably he was just like tired of like being home alone while I was out having fun. And and if he hadn't have sent that last text. I would have been the one coming home and apologizing because I did feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, let's be honest. If your partner says, I'll be home at 10 and you don't hear from them for two hours, you're probably, you have a right to be a little bit upset. Yeah, concerned, obviously. Sure. But I think what what has happened here is too far. The fact that he doesn't get it, I feel, well, here's what we do. We actually reached out to Ian. I'm like, hey, listen, there's somebody that wants to come on. He knows it's you. I mean, I didn't confirm it, but he knows it's you. Maggie. Hey. Hi. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Just don't say anything, though, until... Until we tell him that it's you, okay? Okay. All right, cool. All right, then let me get on Ian. Uh, Ian. Hello? Hi, good morning. Hi. (laughs) Thank you again. Thank you again for doing this, man. We appreciate it. Sure. So, like we talked about yesterday, is there... uh, Do you have an idea of who might want to bring you on this segment? I assume uh, it's Maggie. Yeah. That text went way too far. I'm not apologizing. Well, I... I'm sorry for staying out late, which I've said, but what you did, that's just not okay. Like, you can't just, you can't send a text like that. She, Maggie's told us the situation, and it does feel like, just from the, the, the version that we've been told, it does feel like that that text... Was completely out of line. Was that was it could be way more fear inducing than it was worth, and seemed it seemed inappropriate. Yeah, well, I would have had to send a text if she would have just responded. You know, like I was very frustrated on my end. I didn't hear from her. I didn't know if she was alive or dead. You know, like that gave me a lot of fear. So you were scared. So your thought is to scare me back. To get your attention, and I did get your attention. But I mean, she, but to. what she, but what happened is she. It's not like she maliciously ignored you or wanted to freak you out. And I think that she admitted, and we all understand that she made a mistake in not communicating with you. We've, I feel like all of us have been in that position before. But you purposely tried to terrify her by saying that there was a fire in your home with your daughter, which I feel like is completely uncalled for. It's kind of a joke. I mean, I wouldn't just 
text if the house is on fire. I mean, who really believes not, that? It's like, not a joke. There, our baby was in the house. Like, that's so scary. So you you thought when your mentality when you're sending this was like, oh, this she obviously won't believe this because it's too... It's, too crazy and ridiculous. Why would I send a text oh. and it would be on the that news? That feels like a cop-out. Yeah, it does, Why actually. would you send that text? That's the question. Why would you send that? Just to simply get her attention, which which worked, obviously. And I guess a little bit is to make her feel like how I was feeling, like I'm being ignored. I don't know if things are good with you and if they're not. Okay, so we have to default know. We have to default a little bit back to she was over two hours beyond the time, okay? Take, put yourself in that situation of his mindset, right? Okay, fine. Not to but it, but, but like, a relationship isn't tit for tat. It's not like, well, no, yeah. well, you're doing this, so I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make you feel like something's happened to your daughter's safety. Like, why? Like, I don't I don't see any valid like validation or reasoning in that at all. So you don't, at this point, you don't feel like you need to apologize for sending that text, even though even though it does feel like it went way too far. I, I personally don't feel like I have to apologize for anything. Okay. Would you be willing for us to take phone calls on that? Sure. Because it kind of sure. seems yeah. like, and listen, I sometimes it we look at these situations and it seems obvious to us, but then maybe you feel otherwise. Our, our phone number, if you want to hop in this conversation, 410-583-1065. Hey, Lisa from Pasadena. Good morning. Good morning. Does he owe her an apology? I don't think so. And why? I feel like it's kind of, nobody's going to text somebody, your house is on fire. He never said the house is on fire and the baby's in it. He just said, hey, the house is on fire. So that's Um, an okay to say something? You think that that was okay and that wasn't crossing the line at all? I don't. I think she was two hours late. And how long between that text and the time she got, like, what was the time period? I just, I don't. I don't so, think it was crossing the line. Okay. All right. Listen, this is what we need. Yeah, the majority's going to rule this morning. Thank you for calling okay. us. Do you think we got this wrong? I guess. Do you think, do you think it's, uh, that the cell this is going to go today? I don't know. Uh, 410-583-1065. Olivia in Columbia. Good morning. Good morning. Does he owe her an apology? Yes. Explain this, because the last last woman said no. So now we're, now I mean, we're confused. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Mm. Okay. If I could see if... Not the fire. Not the fire. If the fire, like, that that went too far. If I could see, like, someone fell down. No, like, I'm not even going to justify his side. At this point, I was going to try to give him benefit of the doubt. No, you can't scare someone like that just because you're insecure about being alone by yourself while mom is out having fun. Like, too far. No, that's not okay. To you, it's too far. You owe her an apology, yeah? Yeah. Okay, thank you. 410583. <clears throat> excuse me. 1065. Hey, Trisha from Easton, you're going to get the uh, the final vote this morning. Does, does he owe her an apology or no? Absolutely. He he owes her an apology. What if she would have called like the police and whatever? Like do you had imagine people show the trouble up. she could get in? That's true. Yeah, like and the fact that he's being so like like I don't know, more than stubborn about it. Like just apologize to your wife. I get he was scared, but like you don't ever ever lie about something like your baby, you know, caught in the house. Being like, in danger. Right. Me. No, that's, that's how we feel, too. Okay, this is what we need to hear. Thank you for calling us. No problem. Hey, Ian. Or got both of you. Actually, yep. both of you on. Uh, Maggie, are you there? Sorry. It's, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you. You hear us? Okay. Yeah. I okay. Ian, I mean, everyone's said that you owe her an apology, or at least majority has said, so... Can you see that point of view now? Sure. I am sorry. You mean that? Yeah, I, I, I really. I, I, I personally don't like the tone, but. <laughs> <laughs> the 
I gave his apology. Like now it needs to be like said in a certain way. And no, I'm just I'm just I'm just curious if you genuinely do you genuinely feel like you were in the wrong now, honestly. No. <laughs> okay. Hey, no, listen, listen. It's if that's if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But I think that you can at least understand that from the outside point of view, man, we're all kind of like, that was a crappy thing to do. I'm sorry she's upset. I'm sorry I upset her. I, I genuinely feel that. Okay. I'm okay. sorry that I upset my wife. Maggie, do you... Is that okay with you, Maggie? I mean, obviously, I wish that he had just come to it on his own, but I guess we're just going to move on. Maybe it's maybe it's a good place to start, though, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Jess walked out of a restaurant this weekend. I feel like that's pretty rude. But it really depends on what happened. Yeah. And you're not you're not really like one of those walk out of a restaurant type of people. No, I'm not. I would say between the two of us, I'd be the one. Totally. To walk out. Mm-hmm. So let's figure out, was this justified of a good reason of why Jess had to walk out of the restaurant this weekend? Set us up. So we had never been there before and we were just kind of like testing it out. So we walked in. What, where was this, by the way? Uh, In, in Towson. Okay. Yeah. We just. We Type just, of food? Asian food. Got it. Walked in, we had never been there before, and we sat down, but the table was really kind of, like, uncomfortable. It was really low, where my boyfriend, Garage Boy, like, couldn't, like, scoot all the way in. Like, his legs couldn't even, like, fit under the table. Okay. And so he was already, like, uncomfortable with that. And I swear to you, this is all that happened. They walked over, put down the waters, and walked away, and we were at the table for, like, maybe five minutes tops. And he was, we were like, I don't think we want to eat here. I don't Five think we're minutes. feeling it. Yeah. So the, the my question is really, is like, what's the grace period where it's appropriate for you to walk out and it be chill? And do you have to say anything? Because all that happened was they set down waters. It's not like we were like greeted or like asked for anything. And we didn't touch anything either because I used to be a server. So it'd be one thing if I was like, drank this, like put the fork in my mouth, you yeah. know, like, you know, shuffled with my napkins or something. But like less than five minutes, just looked at the menu, wasn't feeling it. And so I was like, if we don't want to eat here, we don't have to eat here. And we dipped. Like, is that a bad thing? Yeah. I think if you ever walk to a table, sit down, unless it's been more than 20 minutes of waiting for a server, I don't think anywhere in between those two is considered appropriate. I don't think that's fair because if we genuinely didn't like anything on the menu and didn't want to like eat there, why would you stay? Also, not like I made them go get anything, not that I used up anything, not that I didn't even drink out of the water that they set down. And there was no conversation. It was just water's placed on the table, no exchanged, walk away. We glanced at the menu, weren't feeling it, and dipped. No, I don't think so. I think once you're in, I think you're officially in. And, and did unless I have you're to being say treated anything? wrong, like why would you not check the menu online? They're posted everywhere. They're probably a menu at the front of the restaurant. Because we were just walking around. We we're just like trying. Because it's like because who? Can, it's not like you're. It's not an obligation. There's not a rule in some handbook saying that you have to look at the menu before you go. How does that strike you when you hear the story? Are you like that feels weird. And you were a server for a long time. How would you feel if somebody came in? I wouldn't. I would. That, sat I, down for that's five why minutes. I'm asking the question because I wouldn't. Was there mind. a greeting? Were you greeted? No. Nobody no, I'm saying anything. there's no like, hey, can I get you there? Like, there was no conversation. There was no connection built with the server. There was like, waters dropped off and walked away, which is why I felt like there is a possibility of me being able to leave because I didn't make a connection with anyone there. Did you feel so awkward too? Well, no, I, Garage Boy said I was weird because I felt like I had to let them know and I wanted to let them know. And he said I made it weird because I didn't just like leave. So you're like, hello. And um, I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. We have to get out of here. Like we're, we're leaving right now. 
because, we have because to get out of here and leave so, right now. So, so they didn't think that, like, I just left for, like, I didn't te- say anything. And he said, I made it even more yes. weird because I told them I was leaving. Yes. But that way they knew that you we were said, gone. I'm sorry we're leaving right now. Like, no, I no said, reason? I'm so sorry. We have to get out of here. But thank you. Though. I just wanted <laughs> yeah. to let you know. <laughs> like, you just sat down. Well, exactly. Less than five minutes. So I didn't just, like, disappear out of nowhere. I'm ruling this as weird. I'm ruling it as weird. Garage Boy is completely right on that. Hey, Sierra. Good morning. You walked out of two restaurants this weekend? Yes. Well, one was because I went maybe an hour and a half before closing, and then they told me that they couldn't fully serve me. But the other restaurant didn't have it, everything listed online So oh. before we looked. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have everything online. So when we went in there, it was a little bit different than what I actually did see on there. We didn't get waters or anything. The server came out. We did a little wave when we got up because he did come to our table. But I was like, you know what? Give me a second to look over this because I'm not going to sit there and suffer and spend my money just <laughs> because it might be a little bit awkward. I didn't touch anything. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Steve. Anything. Yeah, because Kramer's telling me I just had to, like, put up that's with it. it. Do you feel that way? No, like, that's your money. Yeah, if girl. you are uncomfortable being there, why would you still sit there just because you were set, you sat down already? Like, no, I'm you, not going to well, spend my money and be uncomfortable. I feel like you've made your decision at that point. Like, you well, should have done your research. No, there's in, no rule book. Down. There's nothing, there's no contract signed that when you want to dine somewhere that you have to look at the menu before. And like Sierra said, sometimes the full menu online isn't what you're getting when you sit down. And neither of us touched anything. Exactly. Sears. She's yeah. so happy. She's so happy. Jess like, like qualified her statement thank this you, weekend. So thank you. There's somebody because else that feels so the legit. same way. She's correct. Like she shouldn't have wasted her time. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 1065 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at Kramerandjess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.